Hello lovely souls. Welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. With me Umair and my lovely wife Rabil. This is a podcast where we talk about living a good story. Our aim is to share personal development insights for young adults using Islamic philosophy. So what are you waiting for? Grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations every Friday. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. Well, Rabel, don't you want to say how are you guys doing? <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well. Actually, I was waiting for you to introduce the topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we got to introduce ourselves first. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in to another episode and for those that have been following us uh, throughout this journey, you may be wondering or you might have been waiting, uh, well, some did actually message us. They're like, hey, guys, your podcast comes out every Friday, and there has been nothing yet, and there was no announcement uh, on why we weren't releasing an episode. So apologies, it came a day later. We actually uh, were traveling uh, from Islamabad to Mardan, and we did try our level well, best to record. We were, we were actually quite optimistic. We, we decided, hey, you know, once we reach, um, we'll take some time out and record it. And even if it, uh, even if we uh, upload it at night, we'll just do it on Friday. But then uh, we reached pretty late, later than expected, and then we were really exhausted. So we decided, you know what, let's focus on quality because that's what we always talk about you know yeah quality over just putting uh, over you know just putting it for the sake of putting it out there so we decided you know what even if it's a day late it's okay as long as it's good yep and what's interesting over here is uh we don't have an office set up here <laughs> so we're literally uh on our bed uh, <laughs> recording this so if we hear some movement that is Basically, the legs start getting numb. It's quite uh, chill, actually, this setup. <laughs> yeah, uh, setup. I said set up. Set up. Set up. Eki baat hai. Set up. And you might be wondering, uh, it's almost two minutes into this podcast episode, and where is the topic of the day? Well, uh, today there is no sp- uh, specific, specific topic. topic. Uh, we're actually having a heart-to-heart conversation over a cup of chai. Uh, this is something that we have had done previously. Uh, it's a concept in our podcast where after every couple of weeks, uh, we want to take a break and I think uh, to bring something interesting and fun. And lighthearted. And, and lighthearted. And there is no notepad in front of us today. Uh, no research. <laughs> no research and it's just very raw. So uh, we have actually done something previously. Uh, and I think that is one of the most popular episodes. Most popular episodes, yes. So yeah, we bring it back again. Well, um, it's kind of like our mini series called "Heart to Heart Conversation Over a Cup of Chai." Yeah, every few weeks we do it. Exactly. So, uh, what's in your heart, Rabiel? Mm, well, the entire day I've been uh, thinking a lot and reflecting a lot over the whole concept of. Um, being flexible, you know, yeah. because I am someone, I think I, I did mention in a few episodes now that I'm someone who likes to plan a lot and, and I'm yes. someone who likes a structure 
where I, I need to follow that structure and it has to be done step by step, whether it's, you know, anything, anything like house related stuff or uh, two souls, one child related stuff or personal stuff. I just need a structure. Right. And then I follow it. Even back in university, I was like that. So I was just thinking, although it's a good thing, it's a good thing to have structure and plan things. Yeah. But I have this thing where I need to be, like, I have this need to be a perfectionist and and if things doesn't go that way I, I get a bit affected you know I, I feel upset although I feel like in life I, there should be some sort of flexibility which I'm working on yes and reason why I've been thinking about this is because I think I even talked to Omar about this and he was telling me you know that being flexible is very important and it's something i'm working on so that's literally that's in my heart right now that's what i've been yeah, uh, over the entire day today i think this is something that we've spoken quite a fair bit uh personally uh and yeah i mean yeah it's 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 good to you know want to do things with a structure and uh have everything planned but uh the way i look at it like i've always told you Life is unpredictable mm. and uh, and especially in today's day and age, if you are to succeed uh, without having uh, emotional or mental toll on yourself, uh, the key is adaptability. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I read somewhere uh, back in the day uh, when companies would hire people, they would look at IQ. Mm. Uh, and then as the world changed, uh, we started learning about emotional intelligence, and then that's when EQ came. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just remember. It's actually from a Howard Business Review article that I read a couple of years back. And they said, uh, basically, with the way the world is changing and um, and rapidly, uh, we're moving from EQ to AQ, and that is adaptability. Yes, definitely. And if you're not adaptable, because the world is changing so rapidly, and I think on a personal level, in our personal lives, we do make a plan, you know, I'm going to do step one, step two, three, four, and then that's how uh, <laughs> I will, I aim to end my day. But don't forget that uh, random things that come along, yeah. people that come along, and we need to be adaptable enough. And I think... Uh, also, I feel we shouldn't, you know, associate our value or our worth based on that particular structure that, hey, I will only feel good if things happen this way. Because when you when you live in that manner, you are bound to get disappointed, you know, that I am basically saying that if I don't do it this way, then I'll be upset. But then in that manner, you will never feel a sense of peace and contentment, you know. Right. Thing you have to be open to plan B, you know. Yeah, and and you know sometimes you may have a plan A and then like you said plan B, but then things go haywire, <laughs> totally haywire, uh, and that's why you actually uh, create a new plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may call it plan plan X. You know. I mean, it's uh, all about evolving, right? It's about evolving, and I. And I, and I think at the end of the day is if we have a plan, you know, we want to do a couple of things uh, and we are able to ful- fulfill at least the majority of mm-hmm. them or uh, the important and urgent ones, I think that is fine. Uh, if some things have been let go, when we have let go because 
let's not forget um, there is only so much capacity that each one of us has and if I just look at time uh, there's just 24 hours a day mm-hmm. uh, you don't have an hour extra I don't have an hour less uh, so just make the most of it make the most of it and uh, and what happens is when people are not adaptable enough they're not flexible enough it starts taking an emotional toll because you put yourself so high uh, basically you think that you are a robot mm-hmm. you know must fulfill everything um and yeah, and, and and I think that's that's something good. And if you actually look uh, at at this, you know, uh, from an Islamic perspective as well, I think especially for a lot of young adults, when uh, especially when the start of their careers, they have a plan. But uh, let's not forget, uh, man plans and the best of planner is Allah. it's Allah, your Rabb, um, and we must trust. Uh, what's ahead and mm-hmm. what's ahead for us. Uh, yeah. It may not be something that we can visualize today, uh, but definitely there is some <clears throat> goodness to it. So I guess it's basically all about having a, a framework, a plan, but be flexible in it and ultimately leave the outcome on uh, leave the outcome to Allah. You know, He will handle the the final outcome. But all you have to do is work hard have a structure but don't be rigid about it so i guess that's what we were yeah. that's what i was thinking about basically that's in my what that is what i was that that is what what was in my heart basically i'm answering yeah it. i mean you you look at it uh if you look at i think adaptability is very much needed for success mm-hmm. but just, just just to wrap up i think this part of the conversation is um success is just about five percent planning 95% is consistency and mm-hmm. we need to be consistent in our efforts and uh, if something comes along the way we should adapt and then you know march forward yes. uh, but what happens is we spend 95% of time planning and we don't and 5% is just the hard work or the consistency and mm-hmm. when you plan so much in detail uh, you cannot afford to go wrong because you're left with about just 5% out of the whole equation so mm-hmm. i guess uh, that, that, that is what uh, we all should be aware of. Young adults and, and should feel, be aware of. And I feel also, when when one plans so much in detail, you get so overwhelmed that you end up not even acting upon that plan, you know. So that's why I guess, I'm, that's why I mentioned the word framework. You know, have a rough framework. Yeah. Don't go down into the nitty-gritty, you know. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's something I've been learning to do, yeah. you know. And I, I think this actually connects to the next, uh, you know, if, if I, I was to look at it forward. Uh, a lot of these things, they actually uh, take up our time and energy. Uh, you know, uh, because I, I, I feel like when we're not adaptable enough, it takes up a lot of our time and energy and they're leaking from cracks. Uh, but it's only not this, you know. There's a lot of things that I think take up our time and energy today. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, guys, if you think uh, why from one topic to another, this is how Rabel and I, uh, we normally have a conversation. <laughs> it's literally heart-to-heart. Uh, and we we just speak about one literally thing. Literally what then, we are thinking right and now. And then something it connects to something else. And it's just for both of us to clear our, our heads. And hopefully, you know, uh, you get to learn something good uh, from this. And while we are also learning. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was saying that our time and energy, like I said, you know, uh, 24 hours, we just have 24 hours. And I, I think for young adults, it's very important that they are aware 
uh, where their time energy is it's leaking going, yeah. leaking from, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if if I was to uh, well, in your case, and if I were to ask you, where what what do you think uh, normally drains uh, a lot of time and energy? Drains? Yeah, I mean, like it I takes up. Tired. Yeah, it, it takes up your time and energy. It's like a crack in the wall, and you're not aware of it. We do some things. Uh, unconsciously well, I or consciously or, or subconsciously I don't know but well it's something I used to do and alhamdulillah I feel has reduced drastically is worrying worrying too much you know that basically overthinking overthinking yeah like oh if this doesn't go this way okay what will happen What what's the worst case scenario, scenario that sort of thing I used to do that a lot but alhamdulillah I feel like it has reduced but yes that is something that drains me when I overthink or over obsess about things yeah I think definitely overthinking, you know, hmm. uh, we can actually spend hours. And I think one thing about overthinking we don't realize is we don't, it's not like meditation where you sit down and then you meditate five to 10 minutes and that's it. You know, you, you take about 10 minutes out of your 24 hours. Overthinking is, uh, it's there, it's hovering over you while you do everything. Yeah. Uh, whether you're working, you're cooking, you're driving, you want to take a shower, it, the thoughts are there. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure they... There was they, a point in my life, as if I'm so old, <laughs> there was a point in my life where I used to be like that, like all the time in my head, you know, and not really in the present moment. And so, yes, the, at the end of the day, I would have, I would feel tired, drained out, I would have headaches, like, because all my energy went to that instead yeah. of being present. Yeah. I feel like the solution to this is to be present, you know, to be yeah. here, in the here and now. And you, you know, the other thing that I feel uh, actually takes up a lot of our time and energy are meaningless relationships. Hmm. Uh, relationships uh, in any aspect, I think, requires time and energy. Yeah. Uh, at least if you want the relationship to be successful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what happens is that we get caught up in a lot of... Um, Redundant. Redundant relationships uh, and there's not much we can do about it. Uh, we expect people to change. We try to change them. I Well, I think that's a good thing, you know, if you actually put in the effort to help someone uh, get out of uh, mm-hmm. the, the vicious cycle. But uh, at the end of the day, I think we need to know where we should draw the line. Boundaries, uh, basically. We should have our boundaries because meaningless relationships... Uh, will take up a lot of your time and energy. It basically messes you up mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, I think even physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it distorts your soul. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and this is why, you know, I, I, uh, I, there's a concept of uh, having a personal board of directors. You know, a company has a board of directors, mm-hmm. right? So they say every one of us should have a personal board of directors. They mean the five to seven closest people in our life that we go to mm. uh, whenever there is an issue. And we need to ensure that those are meaningful relationships. Yes. They're not meaningless. Uh, and that, that, that is why, you know, people actually have close friends, you have mentors. And, and this is one of the reasons also, I think, why we wanted to start mentorship is uh, a lot of young adults today, don't have anyone to go to. Yeah, they may not have the support system they, they should be having. Exactly. And uh, that is why we decided, well, you know, we're going to uh, be there for them. And if for 
whatever reason, you know, whether our mentorship programs are on career guidance, on self-awareness, relationships, relationships. Uh, we want to help them. Because what happens is a lot of us end up finding productivity hacks. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to use this tool, I'm going to use that. Nothing wrong in that. I mean, we actually do uh, work on tools. tools. We invest tools. We use them. But before that, you know, you got to fix these cracks. Mm -hmm. Uh, If anything that takes up your time and energy, I think. Actually, I wanted to add on. Yeah. uh, You mentioned just now, right? That we we spend so much time trying to change people, trying to mold them into something we want them to be like. I was just wondering, you know, why do we even do that? I mean, we should do it when the person wants to change and grow. Yeah. Like, for example, in our relationship, we constantly, you know, correct one another or tell one another, hey, you know, uh, do this differently or do that differently because we are we know that we want to grow together. Right. But if you are aware, this is kind of like a, an advice, I, I guess, that if, you know, the person you're trying to change doesn't even want to change or doesn't even want to grow then you shouldn't spend your energy on that person, you know. Yeah. If they want to grow and they actually consciously sh- are showing it that, hey, they're growing, they're improving, then by all means, put your energy, put your time, because that's how you grow in a relationship, right? Be it exactly. any kind of relationship. Yes. But if the person doesn't even want to get out of that zone, then you cannot help that person until he or she wants to make that take that step. So I just wanted to add that in. You know, actually something interesting if I uh, am to add on to what you just shared. Uh, I feel, you know, if someone can't tell you what their flaws are, uh, they have the most dangerous flaw of them all, Mm. which is lack of self-awareness. Yeah. And if, like you said, someone doesn't want to change, they don't see a reason, uh, there's not much we can do about it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a mix of lack of self-awareness and also I feel a lot of times people bring in their egos when you tell them uh, that this is wrong or this is this needs some improvement. They kind of like bring in their ego in between. But I guess, yeah, that is linked to self-awareness. Correct? Yeah, yeah? In, in some sense, because if you are not aware of what your flaws are, mm. uh, how would you actually even embark on the journey yeah. of a personal development? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean... A lot of, uh, <laughs> we're talking about a lot of things. A lot, a lot of random, uh, and and I I I guess uh, that's really having a heart to heart conversation, and and you know uh, our mentorship programs, uh, we actually uh, we do have a promo that's going on. The first thirty minutes are free, and the whole idea is you know what uh, if you do decide to engage us as a mentor, I will start off with a very heart to heart conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to understand you, try to see where you're coming from and why uh, you see things. Because I think it's a very important uh, for all of us. When you want to speak to someone, uh, remove your biases. your biases, right? You cannot uh, view their problems, uh, their life from your lens. you got to look at them from their lens. Uh, and I guess, uh, you know, that is... Um, that is something that makes us different in a way that we want to meet you guys where you are at you know uh, we want like like what Omer said like we'll, we'll always start with this sort of thing where we have a heart to heart conversation to see yeah. if you know we are even good for you you know like so that you can figure out if we can make a good match to help you guys out yeah so yeah 
I guess uh, that is uh, what we hope to do uh, and achieve here at Two Souls One Chai. Well, uh, so what's in your heart? <laughs> what's in my heart? Because this was all about what's in my heart. Well, uh, I mean, all the but it was kind that, of late, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, all the points that I shared, uh, but there is an interesting concept that I, a thought that I actually shared. Uh, I was actually sharing with you and a friend of mine. Uh, basically, I mean, I mean, random. Uh, I feel we are living in a very uh, material world. Mm. It, it again comes off from relationships. And the way I see it is everything, uh, every person, there's a price. We put a price tag to them. And uh, sadly, uh, that is not what our dean uh, tells us. Uh, but obviously, I mean, like like people say, end of times. Uh, I think that's where the world is moving to a very uh, material world. And, uh, you know, my, I, I actually have a thought around this, you know. Uh, someone's, I, I always, um, I think I shared with you recently. Uh, sorry, guys, if I'm not sharp enough, because it's really a hard-to-hard yeah, conversation. it's not and, supposed to be sharp. <laughs> yeah, but. It's literally know, wrong. And I actually had a thought, you know. I, I feel that, you know, if someone's ability to resist material things uh, is not there, it actually shows a lot about their character. Mm. Uh, if I would say that I think someone's ability to resist material things say more about their character than their ability to obtain them. Mm. I don't know if I made sense. I, I, but think, I think I get what you're saying. It shows, if you're able to resist something material, it shows how much self-control you have. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. There's a kind of thing. You basically don't go for instant uh, gratification, yeah. you know. So it shows a lot about how strong you are, how strong your self control is, or how strong your, if you look at it in an Islamic way, how strong your nafs is, your ego. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I, I think today is, I mean, it was just a very random thought, but, <laughs> you know, uh, everything is just so material. Yeah. We start uh, looking at people as if. They are a commodity. Hmm. What can we gain from them? Gain, you know? gain That's what from people them. always think. Yeah. And I always say, you know, uh, when, when you, sometimes you look at relationships that have lasted uh, very long, it doesn't actually mean uh, it's working. It's because there's a lot of this material uh, benefits that we have. Hmm. People stick to relationships. Uh, just because I'm your friend or I'm your spouse, uh, Sometimes the relationship, it's not working. But because we live in a material world, there's so much of benefit that I'm gaining mm. from having you around me. I don't want to let so, go of you. So are you saying that uh, if those material things goes away, out of if it's out of the picture in that particular relationship, the relationship are you saying will it, crash. Won't, you, it will crash? So it's not even a strong relationship to begin with. Exactly. That's right? why, that's why, you know... Uh, uh, when when you actually read tabloids uh, or or you read uh, <laughs> the entertainment news and you you see sudden uh, there there are couples that have been married for so long and then it comes on crashing and then love uh, stories are revealed. Yeah. It's because their relationship it, to, to the world it may have seemed that wow it's working it's amazing mm-hmm. fabulous beautiful, but you don't know what's deep going down uh, the relationship that was being held by the thread 
was very material. Honestly, I personally believe that if the foundation of your relationship is right, it doesn't matter whether there's material things or not. It doesn't matter if it's good, if you're going through a good time or a bad time. But if the foundation is solid, if the foundation is strong, then doesn't it doesn't matter what happens materially or in this worldly life. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Because right. marriage is about, not just marriage, but relationship is about Any being with one another yeah. in good times and in bad times. You know, uh, like in good times, it's, it's very easy to stay with someone in good times. But the real test of your love and your um, loyalty is when, it, during bad times, you know. Yeah. And That's when you truly get tested. You know, while you were saying that, I had another random thought. Uh, earlier, I was talking about how... Uh, the, the control to achieve uh, material, right? I think all of that, right, actually, uh, if I was to sum up, I feel is around self-respect. Because I feel uh, if you don't have self-control, there's no concept of self-respect, you know? Uh, you will never respect yourself if you're a slave to people, uh, you're trying to please them, and then at the same time, external validation. Uh, could be a very random point. I don't know why, but this is um, quite relatable for me. Yeah. Because again, I'm being very honest. Like I said before, I used to be an overthinker. And alhamdulillah, now I've come, I've, I feel I've come a long way. This is Rebel 2.0. Maybe <laughs> so, 3.0. So, Rab, yeah, so many versions of me. But there was again a time where I worried a lot about how will people perceive me hmm. or whatever I'm doing or my decisions in life or my choices? But I, you know how that changed, this thing, this need for validation? Yeah. I, it's changed when I started relying on Allah, you know. on When I started realizing, yes. yeah. when I started realizing that I only need His validation. So if what yeah. I'm doing brings peace to my heart, it means Allah is validating it because Allah will only put peace in your heart if it's good for you. Otherwise your gut feeling will tell you something yeah. is off. So if my Allah is validating me, why do I have to worry about other people? And honestly, I think that is the best way to get out of this vicious cycle where you're constantly people-pleasing, you're constantly wanting their validation. But why do you even need their validation if, the, if your rub has validated your decisions in life? So basically what you're saying is that, you know, we have to stop prioritizing being loved by others over the love we have for ourselves. And yeah, and the other thing is, when you learn to love your Allah, automatically the, peop the people around you will also love you because yeah. He's the one who created them in the first place. He will put love in their hearts for you when you first and foremost prioritize who you want to give the most love to, you know? Yeah. and That's what I feel at least. 100%. And I think that, you know, I, I, I had this thought randomly was because... I feel like... We're really bouncing off a lot of ideas. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, we actually uh, give away uh, our respect because we have no control. We, we, we keep running after all of this. Uh, well, you know, interestingly, if I was to uh, put everything, if I phrase this, it, it, it seems like uh, we just shed a lot of hacks on living life or loving yourself uh, Relation on, we actually ended up talking a lot about relationships yeah and you know if, if uh, we're almost towards the tail end uh, of this oh, episode my favorite phrase <laughs> yeah because uh, you're almost touching a 30 minutes mark uh, honestly I didn't realize it's been I, I didn't realize I, I just want to sum up in this you know uh, guys uh, 
you know, if you want to love yourself, you want to have a good, like, like our tagline is living a good story. You want to live a good story, mm-hmm. uh, follow the commandments of your Rabb. Mm-hmm. And the key aspect behind it is self-awareness. That is when you truly realize that you don't have an opponent. Yeah. And you are actually fighting against yourself. So your nafs. Yes. Your desires. And it doesn't matter what people do. People say, uh, fight with your nafs. Follow the commandments of your rub. And with that, I think, inshallah, uh, for young adults or even anyone, you know, you basically will find your way out. Yeah. And you'll you'll find a lot of peace within you, you know. Definitely. When you focus on the right things. Yeah, because peace, I think, today has become very expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of noise and a lot of clutter uh, in our minds, our, in our hearts, in our soul, uh, our body. Just so much of Way clutter. too many veils around us. 100%. So yeah, that was a good conversation, I feel. Yeah. I uh, feel relaxed. <laughs> well, yeah, somehow. Yeah, I, I think it's been, it, 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 it has been a, a nice conversation. Mm. Actually, that is what Rabil and I do when we have a cup of chai and we just speak about Random things bounce off from one to another. And somehow at the end, we always conclude on something. And I think today's conclusion from this Heart to Heart uh, series is self-awareness. Yeah. You know, uh, actually, uh, I would say, you know, these are hacks to, that could change your life. And also another thing, know where you're putting your energy. 100%. Um, so this was a good podcast. Well, and honestly, <laughs> that's how the whole idea of Two Souls One Chai even came about, you know. Because before Two Souls One Chai, we would always, you know, take a cup of chai and then just, you know, talk about anything and everything. And by the end of it, we always feel so light and so relaxed. Yeah. That we realize, you know, more people should perhaps hear what we talk about because you never know, it, it might benefit someone. Well, we hope. And, well, we uh, hope, yeah. Inshallah. Uh, Really looking forward to having you guys on this journey that we call Two Souls, One Chai. (laughs) Uh, So guys, take care. And inshallah, we'll be back next week with another topic, uh, a nice, well-researched topic uh, we'll bring to you guys. And then after a couple of weeks, we'll again, you know, come back to this heart-to-heart conversation. You know, it it really felt like coming back home. Yeah. But do... do let us know you know if you like this style of podcast or if you should do more of it you know just your well, feedback well, I, yeah I think we definitely would love to hear your feedback and uh, see how we can actually improve ourselves mm-hmm. uh, because if there is no way I think uh, Rabin and I are in a position to say well this is the best way yeah. to learn and I think uh, so far you guys have guided us uh, with your comments your feedbacks uh, your appreciation and would love that coming in so uh, feel free to reach out to us uh, and you guys you know till then you take care and Allah Hafiz Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to follow and subscribe to us And if you found something of value, do share it on your social media platform and tag us. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Moreover, we would like to thank Anchor which allows us to create these amazing episodes and bring it to you all. 
And if you have any questions or thoughts, hit us up on hello at twosoulsonechild.com. And don't forget to follow our website for more content each week. Till then, take care. And, and Allah, Allah Hafiz. Hafiz.